show to do, you know? One time for your mom. I didn't even realize I was sitting in a different view. Holy hell. I'm using my, uh, <laughs> my, uh, what is this called? My Amazon Fire Pad. Ooh, okay. That I've had. How do you from, like it? It's old. I've had it for way too long. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. I've had it probably for like four or five years. <laughs> but look, there we are. Bam. Face is all red. <laughs> Little jet lag and everything. But go ahead, girl. Say what's up. Say hi to everybody. Okay, hi. <laughs> Tell everyone who you are. Alright, my name is Noelle. Um, I've been on the podcast once before. Should have been more at this point, but here we are. I told and you I'm you can Jordan's come back whenever. resident bachelor expert, apparently. Well, yeah, so she was telling her mom they came in for some margaritas, which I made extremely strong. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, she was like, yeah, mom, it's my friend Jordan. He has a podcast. I was on it once. I told you. She's like, personally, he hasn't had me back yet. And I was like, all right, we'll figure out something to do while you're here. <laughs> and here we are, three days later. Bam. Bam. All it took was we to meet your mama. Work. And I was like, you know what, mama? <laughs> I'm putting her on the podcast. She's made for this moment. We're trying. So we both do watch The Bachelor, which we're watching now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let her control this. <laughs> I'm here to Q&A. All right. So. So basically, the plan was for me to kind of play host today and ask Jordan a bunch of questions to kind of try to get into the mind of one beautiful Matt James and see what's up with this season Pretty and much probably another with the franchise in general because there's some issues that the franchise definitely has that have been addressed a lot in past days but I figured we just kind of do like a recap so far Yep. I literally have funny titles for weeks, like one, two, three, whatever. Well, And this will lead us up to live. So this week is the Women Tell All. That'll be on Monday. Fantasy Suites is next, like the week after that. See, this is my first time ever watching it. She's the um, expert. She knows it all. And then after that, we'll have After the Final Rose, which is probably three weeks from now. And then the finale usually comes like the week after Fantasy Suites. So we have a solid like month left, but That's there's crazy. a lot that we have to... It's crazy that two-thirds of the show is already, like, finished. It's already Mm -hmm. done. Yeah. That's something people forget a lot, is that it is filmed, and then it's not, like, a live filming whatsoever. So it's presented probably, like, six to eight weeks after it happened. So that's why they can do all of the live stuff, and people come back looking fresh and different with, like, either a new beard or, like, a new set of tits, literally. True. After you're on The Bachelor, you can do whatever you want. Yep, if you make is, it far enough, definitely. Which this is kind of like what, what your your first question was earlier. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, you can ask, so that way they know, and then I'll kind of answer. The one you wanted to start off with, the first question you were going to ask me. Oh, okay. Um, I have a bunch here. I Guys, all right, so last time I literally brought a bunch of notes. I'm going to show my little Instagram live friends. You see three pages here, the front and the back. We mean business. This is like all the <laughs> Okay. So I actually don't think I'm going to start with that question because okay. I have a bunch of like she good bunch like, of first ones. impression questions. So let's yeah. start with week one. Okay. So we go into Matt and the reason why Matt is different is because he has not been on a past season before. Yeah. He, we know him because he was supposed to be on Claire Crawley's season, but then they announced him fairly quickly as the first black bachelor. So he is a real estate broker in New York City and he is besties with my 
future husband. I'm just kidding. But I love Tyler Cameron, <laughs> like many wow. other people. But anyways, so when you first saw him and got to know him, what were your thoughts? So when I first saw him, oh, man, this is going to sound really bad. But anybody out there who's watched, it's funny because uh, how do I word this now knowing Matt and like, I guess how he was portrayed. Like, first of all, you kind of think, you might think he might be like a bro. Like, I don't know if I could ever technically do, like, The Bachelor. Like, think about it. Yeah, like it's hard. Like, how could you just, like, not joke with, like, your potential future wife? Like, yeah, I made out with 20 other girls in front of you. You still wanted to marry me. So, like, I don't know if I could ever do it for that simple fact of, like, I guess I don't need, it'd be tough to have a girl around from, like, the beginning to end. Like, literally to the end to go through all of that. I feel mm-hmm. like it'd be, like, so... I mean, I guess, maybe, but she's seen pretty much all the ups and downs and seen how you've handled, like, every situation. Yeah. And it's just, like, sometimes I feel like, I don't want to say it's scripted, but, like, some of it's definitely, I don't know if it's 100% authentic. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a lot more scripted and edited than it used to be. Like, my yeah. mother and I have talked about this a lot. She remembers when I was little. Like, I'm only 23. Yeah. But she remembers when the series got started. And she was like, oh, I have to sit down for so-and-so's wedding because otherwise she would have to record it and not on, like, a DVR that we have now. DVR, yeah, literally everything. <laughs> we got everything we need. So, we watching it right now on ABC, right uh, on the fire stick. Blessing. What a time. It's a good episode, too. Yeah, this, is, this is a good episode. <laughs> Um, what do you think of their, I mean, when I say they, I generally mean like ABC and production, just so you know, but what do you think of their pick of Matt James, especially considering too, that there have been multiple notable contestants of color this far. Like the immediate that comes to mind would be Ivan, who was a top three from Tasha's season. So the last bachelorette and Mike Johnson, who I believe was on Hannah Brown's season. And he is super funny, but those two are men of color have been in the franchise before they kind of know what's up. So what do you think of like a fresh, like a totally fresh face versus a pick from a past season? Matt James got all the waiting. They make him look tall. They make him look professional. Like he's six eight. He's like six eight. No, he's like six eight. He's tall. (gasps) Tall, dark, and handsome is literally what they're trying to persuade. Like literally, that's 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 how they. He's very professional, and it's like he's like a good. He's like it seems like he's like a kind of like a mama's boy who's like raised very well, like. And I mean, we haven't seen it yet. I haven't. I have to watch this Monday's episode that just passed. I'm gonna watch it tonight mm-hmm. after Toby goes off. Okay. But um, so, do you want to talk about then? Because I have notes for the past episode. If you want, we could talk about it. All right, I'll watch. You can it. do whatever you want. I mean, I told you this is my first season watching it, but this season it's very intriguing. I heard people like talk about it, so. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy that, like, I've never watched it before, but, like, I heard people talk about it and kind of got, like, pulled in to watch this season. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, like, of course, I feel like it's even weird that I'm watching the first Black Bachelor season. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've had, there have been, I want to I just saw this stat. It was, like, 8 out of 40 couples, which is 20%, have actually still made it from the Bachelor franchise. So eight out of how many? Eight out of 40. That's so still I a think lot. that is just The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, not counting like the spin-off shows, which would be Paradise, like Winter Games. Yeah. You should look up Bachelor Winter Games. That is I'll such have, a fun No, time. I'll have to watch. I mean, I'll probably, honestly, this is good. This is like real good TV. Like I'll probably yeah. watch this from mm-hmm. seasons on, like moving forward because I, yeah. I told you, for me, like, even like being like, 
a bachelor at like a young age, like when you're like 21, mm-hmm. 22, like you have your own little pad, it's your yeah. bachelor pad. Mm-hmm. All the girls aren't there at the same time. You're not going <laughs> on group dates. Like, yeah, uh, it's it's just like the other girls don't know about the other girls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, <laughs> who did I do that podcast where we were talking about rosters? <laughs> Genevieve, because <laughs> that's literally what it was. Like, <sighs> shout out Jen. I love Jen. But yeah, I mean. Alright, you ready to get into the first episode? Yeah, go ahead. Alright, so, the first episode generally goes down the same way every time. You have a few girls who get TV packages, which means you see some girls get a little bit more in-depth. Everybody does them, it's just like who they decide to run. And then you have your limo entrances. So we have Chris Harrison look out at this Buckingham Palace place. No, the Nima place Cola is, is like a few, I want to say a few hours like south of Pittsburgh. So like, shout out yeah. Pennsylvania. And fall foliage. <laughs> we love the foliage. Um, oh, and just so everybody knows, for the record, I stopped watching this season. You so did. what you said before about how people got pulled in, I was actually very the opposite. Because I've been watching consistently season to season, probably from about Hannah Brown's Whoa. season, which was a little bit ago. Yeah. Just because, like, I was in school before, like, in college. I had a lot going on, so I couldn't really sit down and, like, take in a show, honestly. Yeah, a little more. Yeah. So I've been watching pretty consistently since then, and this is the only time that I've actually, like, stopped in the middle of the season. So, for the record, my sources... Yes, Sorry, mostly, mostly because of the girls. So I will totally get into that. Um... But for the record, my sources on a lot of the recap stuff would be The Bachelor from Betches, Chicks in the Office from Barstool, and Bachelor Fan Take on YouTube. All of them are totally good, like, recap sources, so we love them. Wow. Yeah. She's even driving her sources. <laughs> Damn, this girl came prepared. I feel honored. Go ahead. Keep going, girl. You do okay. your thing. You in a chair today. So we got our limo entrances. I have my favorites. Do you remember any of your favorites from limo entrances? I remember Victoria coming up. She looked wild. Like, <laughs> I'm the princess. And I'm just like, ooh. I, I already do not like you. It was something about her. And then, like, it's crazy that, what's her name? Uh, the older one. She's like 29. I always figure out all their names. See, this is the problem, too. I would never be able to remember everyone's mm-hmm. name. Yeah. So a fun fact about filming that I just learned recently is that, especially in the first few weeks, they will do grouping of names. So yeah. they'll be like, oh, I like this girl, I like this girl, I like this girl. And, like, obviously the same for when it's a bachelorette. And they'll do it in groups of, like, three or four. And then yeah. we'll go back, pick some more, come back out and say it. But the editing's so good that it all, like, blends. The girl who, Yeah, it is crazy. She's 29. She's the one who pretty much... Rachel? Is it Rachel? Is that who I'm thinking of? No, not Rachel. That's Rachel. Yes. No. Rachel is... is- the girl we who... will get into Rachel. <laughs> Why can't I remember her name? Do you remember what she looks like at all? Darker hair. Mm-hmm. She wears glasses when they're in the house. She's been on a couple dates. We were just, me, me, you, and Brittany were just saying how he took her on a date and pretty much just said, I'm not feeling it. Like, she mm. was like one of the first. Oh, Serena P. No, not Serena. Mm. Not Serena. Serena wasn't feeling his their date when they went to uh, do the yoga. okay. He told, like, not that he wasn't feeling the date, he just... Was starting to take. It was starting to go away from him. Was this the date with Tyler? Not Tyler. Mm. You're gonna. Na- you know. You, is it Katie? It's Katie. She's the one who brought up the dildo. <laughs> yes, that's why I brought it up. She's the one who came Katie! out with. But you would never. The, like I would never think that would be her. Her no, first time mm-hmm. from the way she okay. was in the house and like how she pulls it out. Yep. I mean, now I'd be like, damn, like this girl. 
Like, I don't know. She Now that I think about it, she should have said, first of all, she's pulling that shit out the first day. Like, she's a lady in the street, but a freak in the bed for real for her. Like, she was, <laughs> she pulled that shit out, but like, she was so classy the whole yeah. time. And it's crazy to think now that that was her. Like, you said, do you remember one of the first weeks? Like, that mm-hmm. was her, her first week, pulling out yeah. her flipping vibrator. Like, <laughs> they had to put like a black box and like kind of a decently big black box around it. I died. That was so funny. Um, do you remember anybody else from Limos that made like a big impression on you? Because mm. I'm going to bring up one person who I think you'll remember. <laughs> big impersonation, or not impersonations, big fucking entrances that I'll never forget. It's not really the limo, it's the uh, the minivan. <laughs> oh, That's no. one I'll never, it's not week one, it's not week one, but. Oh, Miss Heather Martin. Yes. An angel sent from above. <laughs> but go ahead, what, what, what's your moment that you're, that. that... Alright, I have a few, so. Katie was my number one. I think that was hilarious and, like, ballsy as hell. Yeah. Do you remember a short girl named Kaylee who came out? It was either Kaylee or Kylie. I never figured out how to pronounce her name. But she deadass came out in a bra and underwear. And she was like, what dress do you want me to put on? Yes, and I remember like, that. And Matt was like, oh, my God. And I, I was like, that too. oh, my God. No, I remember that, too. I remember that. I do <laughs> remember that. Yep. Um, I thought Brie presented herself really well. She ends up going decently far. We'll see how far she makes it. But she was just, she came out and just like, she picked the best dress. Like everybody pulls out all the stops on night one. That's totally true. But she just, she looks super classy, was very calm. I thought that was good. And then Kit, I remember, just because her dress was super different. Yeah. And we knew about her a little bit before. There she is right there. Kit, her little (laughs) 21-year-old ass. (laughs) Yeah. 21. I think she's one of the youngest contestants on the show, which is wild. She's literally, like, in college. <laughs> See, that's another weird thing, too, about The Bachelor, because Matt's, what, 28, 29? I think so, yeah. 28 and 21, like... Which, for me, I don't see 28 or 29. It's not a big difference. to be married. Like, my not mother married. had me I just, when she was married and 29 years old. I just see those two ages as just, like... Maybe two ages just trying to have fun. I mean, maybe it could mm-hmm. go beyond fun, but at the same time, like, I feel like 20 and 21, you're both at, like, two different complete spots. I totally in your life. agree. Mm-hmm. 21, it's just like you just turned 21. Like, you're just enjoying the fact of being able to go out. Yeah. 28, you're trying to get shit together from always going out. <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe like, if I go just... out for a night like I did when I was 21, I'm hungover for the next week. Yeah, like. <laughs> I would agree. I think, like, there is a really big difference. Because I would say it's fine. Like, I don't know how you feel about, like, the age differences in your relationships. No, I don't But, like, I think when you're in college, like, she said that she stopped going. She goes to NYU. She stopped going to school because she was coming on the show, which shows a ton of privilege on her part to just be like, I don't really want to go this semester. Like, okay. (laughs) Sure. But... That's like a completely because the age difference. Let's say Matt's twenty nine. That's eight years. That's not a. It's not a huge big. No, amount, it's just. Like, it's just. Context, just. It's it just totally like is. a weird age gap. Yeah. Like at least like twenty. Like if someone was twenty five dating a thirty three year old, I think that's super different. Yeah. No, that's a, that's exactly what I was literally about to say. Twenty five mm-hmm. and like thirty three is like. Yeah. What else do you remember from week one? Hmm. Okay. So our. First impression, Rose, goes to Abigail. Abigail is deaf. 
So she has cochlear implants. Yeah. And this is something that comes up and it's sort of a reoccurring theme with the show. Um, but recently, First Impression Roses used to be like a sign that they were going to make it really far. And now it's actually trending the opposite way. Of like It's almost <laughs> like the kiss of death. <laughs> so what did you remember, Abigail? Do you have like anything to say about her? Abigail. I'm trying to remember. That's her right there. Oh, there she is. There she is. <laughs> That's Chelsea. Yeah. She's another. I thought her dress was fantastic. No, I did like Abigail. Mm-hmm. She was she was cool. It's just sometimes you like sit back and you like you watch this. A lot of these girls are like memorable because of like how they acted on TV. Mm-hmm. Like looking at these girls now, like I guess Piper was cool. She just remember. She's like, I do like like I said, I like Katie because mm-hmm. of how you know. But I just feel like she's not really like that like. Mm-hmm. pretty much maybe the same reason you stop watching it she's not <laughs> she's as not like super out there no exactly yeah so like girls like that like kind of just get like and it sounds so terrible to say because like i don't feel that way about them like mm-hmm. but like obviously like you'll remember more of these girls from them just acting out like i don't even remember who this girl is maggie maggie she's from Ethiopia. but you know what maggie she did have a good does she go on a date with him no she only went on group dates no the, the other girl did um What's hmm. her name? Just so everybody the tall, knows, the we tall, have like an yeah. episode on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, the tall, the tall, the tall skinny black girl. What's her name? Chelsea. Chelsea. Mm-hmm. She went on a date with him. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy too because like you don't learn a lot about some of these girls that like could have potentially been something because they don't get the time, especially this yeah. season. <laughs> they take true. advantage of him. Mm-hmm. This girl's just juicing the dates. Oh my God. So we're watching, um, this is week five, I think. So we'll totally get into that because that's my favorite episode of this entire season. But um, it's the night portion of Rachel's one-on-one date. So um, so to wrap up episode one, Matt talks to Chris Harrison about the pressure of being the first Black Bachelor. Yeah. And there's an added pressure with that of like, will people like his choice of girl if it's not necessarily like a woman of color? So yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Uh... It's wild because, like, I feel like how long is that actually going to be, like, an uphill, like, battle for? Even, like, the way things mm-hmm. are, like, nowadays, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially, like, there are more mixed, I mean, not mixed, there are more, you know, black kids in the suburbs now, in, like, the suburban communities, but, mm-hmm. like, there's still not, like, it's still, like, a one to ten, one to eight, maybe, you uh-huh. know what I mean? So, like. It all, I guess it also depends on, like, what you grow up around. Like, mm-hmm. some people still haven't seen it, like, yeah. the mixture of that, because, like, where they're raised at, mm-hmm. it might not be, like, there. So it's just, like, you just think things are supposed to be one way. So, like, I guess I get where you're coming from with, mm-hmm. like, people not accepting the fact of, like, his choice. Mm-hmm. And it's, I guess it's kind of sad to think that it's still, like, there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. Okay. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. I don't think it should matter, but at the same time, like, do you think ABC makes him, like, have to pick a certain type of way? I think that there is a lot of producer influence in the beginning, but then as you narrow down a lot more the contestants, you kind of see that it is, like, true connections for the most part. Because really, like, let's, in, like, comparison to this season so far, a lot of the drama exits maybe about halfway through. Yeah. Because 
there's a lot of the drama. There's a lot of people who, like, emerge as villains. We'll totally talk about that. Yeah. Um, but the true connections, like, that's ultimately what the show is at least trying to portray if it's not what it's about. It's like, oh, this is about people finding love. So whether you agree with that statement or not, that's at least what the show's MO is. So, so. do you think they try to keep a certain amount of different groups or people around for a certain for longer to keep certain viewers to keep watching it? I do. And we'll actually get into that because I want to get into episode two, which is, I have titled it in my notes, The Queen of Mean Emerges. Well, isn't, isn't that where we're going? We're going to uh, uh, episode two? Yeah. I don't think we had anything else to say for episode one. I don't we? think so either. I think I got all my questions. I remember oh, you. actually, I got one more. Do you think that there is extra pressure on Matt James to be a good bachelor, considering that he is the first So this is, a, this is I guess, this is another good question, like, how real do you feel like he is? Like, is he really like this? Mm, some people would word it dorky, I guess, a little bit. Like, a little bit like that. You know what I mean? Do you think he's really like this? Or do you think he's more of like a... You think a lot of it's for show? Like, that he yeah. has to put on, like, this image to look like a presentable... Yeah. Black man on TV? Maybe. Who's to say? This is something that we kind of got from, like, his first conversation with Chris Harrison. With, yeah. like He said that he feels all of these things, like the pressure to pick the right woman. Not necessarily a woman of color or, or a white woman, but yeah. just, like, the one that everybody likes. Yeah. And yeah, he's feeling a lot of intense pressure because he has never done this franchise before. Like I said before, he was planning to be on the franchise through his connections with people, but that didn't come to fruition because then he just got picked as the lead. So they had to fill his spot then. I feel like you can tell he's genuine because mm-hmm. of, like, he does get thrown off by a lot of the yeah. behavior. And, he like, gets he, thrown he, off he, by a lot of the bullshit, and he's like, why is this happening to me? And he takes you're a like, lot of mm-hmm. the time to care about all the girls mm-hmm. and let them know, like, if any of you were feeling this type of way, like, I'm there, like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, all right, like... Even on TV, like, at some points, like, if it were me, I'd be like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it'd be like, and he's just like, no, like, you can talk to me, you can yeah. tell me anything. I think he realizes his role in everything very quickly. I yeah. think he realizes his element of control really quickly, which will come out in, like, definitely in later episodes when he decides to take control of the situation, but also when he doesn't decide to take control of situations. I think that's, like, really important Yeah. in the franchise, or in this season. Maybe the franchise, who knows? All right. So, we start with one-on-one dates in episode two. The first one is Brie, and the second one is Sarah. And in my notes here, I have, quote, Victoria truly emerges as the worst, <laughs> least self-aware, miserable human being ever. So, there's, like, points in the episode where she will literally only go off and talk to production because, like, nobody else wants to talk to her. And yeah. this is weird, and this is what makes me originally... In, like, episode two brain, I had a lot of questions about her. Mm-hmm. I was like, is she doing this? Like, is she a plant? Is she doing this <laughs> she just a for plant? show? Like, is she... No, really, is she a producer plant? Is she yeah, doing no, this just true. for show? Or is this how she genuinely behaves? Because usually Mean Girls kind of emerge with, like, a squad behind them. Yeah. Of, like, people who are like-minded. Nah, but she's this a time, solo. not as much, so... She's Giannis in Milwaukee. She's a solo artist. <laughs> <laughs> she's a strong force by herself. Nobody Ooh. else. Trains Ooh. alone and everything. What a time. <laughs> uh, it, she's... She's... She's wild. She is. I don't think that there's a lot that you and I could say that hasn't already been said about her. Yeah. But, like, She's it's, a little... She's a time. She's cuckoo. (laughs) 
All right, so Brie has the first one-on-one date. Yeah. Everybody feels a certain type of way about this. They usually all do because they're like, oh, we had such a great connection yesterday. But it's, but like, it's like 25 other... does stand out besides that first impression, Rose. No. So, and remember, there's, like, way more contestants this season than there usually are. So, like, so the odds the normal... are very much not in What's favor. the normal again? Um... So keep so Chris Harrison keeps saying I don't know what like the normal is but there's definitely at least a few more yeah. than what is considered normal. Usually there's anywhere I think from like I want to say 28 to 32 and this time considering all the add-ins later we're like well into like 40 territory which is wild. Right? Like So Yeah. So Breeze date they go ATVing. Uh, Matt makes them fall. They like fall in the mud, and yeah, that's cool. I remember that. And then we have a hot tub in the mi- middle of nowhere. Super bachelor, very fun. Yeah. So hot tub in the middle of the forest. Um, the recap I have on this is that she relates to Matt because she only has a relationship with her mother, not one with her father. And I don't remember the exact age that her mother gave birth to her, so I don't want to quote it, but it was definitely like early to mid teens. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about i want to say like 15 is the number that's coming to mind for me so i'm asking you what are your thoughts on this date especially considering it was the first one-on-one from what you remember obviously from what i remember the first one-on-one i do remember the atv i guess it's just the first date i couldn't imagine going like the first date of like out of all the girls like how do you even pick that Mm -hmm. like what do you pick it off of yeah so do you think he picked it off of, like, attraction? Do you think he picked it off of, like... I think, in like, in my head, if I was the lead, like, if I was the bachelorette, I would, like, kind of have, like, a short list of people who I would want as my first impression rose, yeah. and then either pick the first impression rose for the first date, or, like, someone on that short list would yeah. get the first one-on-one date. Well, you also did say that they definitely connected because they had something in common. Maybe mm-hmm. he knows her story. Is that why you think he could have picked her too? No, like, I don't maybe, think so. Because no? a lot of times, like, what they tell in, like, confessionals and things, the yeah. lead doesn't know about. So, this actually leads into the next question I have. Was, when you get a one-on-one date, especially on this show, a lot of times you feel the need to, like, bear your soul and either bear your trauma or like all of the things that have happened to you to either prove that you're a good person prove why you deserve to be here or just like this is the only guaranteed one-on-one time that you have with the lead almost threw up so (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm sorry that was that was really rude (laughs) it really did make me sick to my stomach but i'm sorry but sorry i like wheeze when i laugh so people listening to this back is like is noelle dying no i just i can't believe i just said that out loud but i can't believe i actually feel that way i actually literally feel sick to my stomach having to bear your trauma on the first day like i don't want to hear all that shit like (laughs) it's the first day like come on we haven't even been here for like a whole week like come on like all right maybe i don't know how long they actually there for but still like Mm -hmm. the first date like you don't have to. You don't have to be an open book. Like I don't want to read Harry Potter day one. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I want to stretch it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's just, oh my god! Don't please, please don't do that to me. Please don't do that if to Jordan me. If Jordan ever becomes a bachelor, oh my keep god! It just, from weeks one it just through five. Reminds me of like. Sometimes it reminds me. This is gonna sound really bad. Like I serve and bartend for pretty much a living, and literally it just reminds me of like 
Sometimes I'd be like, at first watch, like, hey, like, how you doing today? Like, what do you want for breakfast? Oh, wait, when people, so, like, you know, like, like, I like, to buy a car I'm like, come on, dog. Like, that's not how I ask if you wanted your eggs, I all right? I can very much relate to this. So As a server, yeah, like, just... when people are like, when I'm like, oh, how was your day? Like, just trying to make small talk while their wife decides, like, what they're going to have. It's like, exactly. oh, I got diagnosed with cancer. And I'm like, what do I say? What do I say to that? It's just like, like, some of the girls, like, for instance... I, I always remember Serena P because mm-hmm. she's just always just seems like she always has a good smile on. She always has a good energy, yeah. a good vibe. Like mm-hmm. it's no bullshit. She's just being herself and always trying to have a good time. Like that's good energy. Like mm-hmm. that's more of what I need than like somebody just like. <sighs> so did you not think that Brie was like kind of lighthearted and fun before I told you that she like bared her soul? No, this it's is not kind that. Of something that like everybody Some... does. <laughs> Some situations are okay, I guess. If you're mm-hmm. like, I mean, I guess this is different. Like I'm, like he, he is like the bachelor. I guess like you should know, you should be honest. I mean, I guess the more, I guess if you do bury your soul, like you kind of mm-hmm. open, you kind of, it's like an onion. You're peeling back a little bit. Like you're yeah. letting them peel off. Like and then, oh, this part. This <laughs> I remember this part. He's just running away from her, and then just right. goes make out with another girl. <laughs> She's covered in eggs that he threw at her. <laughs> And he's over there making out with her. <laughs> the way that he just looked at Piper, he's like, I could, like, fuck you right here on the farm. And I'm like, shit. Nah, she is mad pretty, though. We do like Piper. Yeah. Piper is cool. Yeah, she's mad pretty. Look, she's like, he just started making... <laughs> and it's just Live like... reaction of everybody being like, why is he not making out with me? <laughs> Damn, he's back there. He's getting that thing. Look, he's... <laughs> oh, she's like, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> He wants back out like it's nothing. Everyone's like, oh, I wish I didn't. Oh, no. Oh, what a shine. But, yeah, it, I guess, I don't know. I feel like there's a time and place for everything, too. Okay. Like, you kind of got to catch the vibe of it. Like, if I'm sitting here and we're having a joke, like, don't just be like, so. <laughs> just so you know. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm heartless. I don't know. No, but, like, imagine, let's, like, place the Bachelor scenario in Mm -hmm. a real-life scenario. Yeah. If the person you were on a first date with told you some, like, earth-shattering thing, it's like, what would you do? I'd probably make that face. (laughs) I'd just be like, uh, I don't know. It depends. If she looked like Piper on this season, maybe I'll let it happen. You know what I mean? (laughs) All right, that's rude. (laughs) But I I don't know. I'd be like... But you know what, though? At the same time, it all depends on, like, what you... I guess it depends on, sickly, like, what you're into. Like, some people like to save people. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I, I was can, wondering I where you be were going to go with You know this. what I mean? Like, like, okay. All right. I don't just don't know if that's for me, even though... You never know. I don't know. Go ahead. My bad. Okay. No, you're okay. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> Why are you saying my bad for? This is your podcast. So, next we have a horrendous group date. Which is a wedding photo shoot. Like, they put on bridal gowns and, like, go yes, to yes, this yes, photo yes, shoot yes, with Franco. Franco yes. is my favorite human. <laughs> I do really love is. this. I do love this one. He wore a pink suit. It was great. Like Victoria's a goat. Oh, my God. <laughs> to any woman who listens to this, can we just all collectively Sorry. agree that we need to set up a GoFundMe so this person can get her bra size correctly fitted and get her some nude bras? But that's like, the thing, too. Boots. She knows everyone's watching. Um, but, like, why you gotta wear a black bra when you're 
wearing a wedding dress? Just like take the bra off. Oh my god, it made me so uncomfortable. This she is definitely knew my like she... internalized misogyny coming out to like hate this bitch. Hundred percent. She knew but, everyone like, was whoo. watching. Oh my lord. Everyone was watching. All right. So then they do this like Hunger Games like paintball situation. I after. did like that too. <laughs> they always have this like referee. So he I, comes back for like I did everything. Like that too. And he was just like chilling on his phone. I'm like, I didn't even know they had phone service in the woods, but okay. <laughs> like <laughs> Isn't that what got Rachel her her date, if I'm not mistaken? Because was it Rachel or it was somebody was on like one of the team team situation. No, but there was a team situation, but mm-hmm. everyone on her team sucked. And oh, she was the only one okay. that was so good. That was Mari. We'll talk about her. Got but it. like that you you are on the correct path. So there was, like, I don't even remember which team won, because I just remember this whole thing being horrendous. Did Victoria get the win? I think her team did. But oh. she said the dumbest thing ever, which was, my team is a bunch of queens. And she meant to say the word jesters, like jokers. And she said gestures, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like hand motions, and I was like, have you passed an English class? No, she hasn't. Have you taken one? Should you? I don't know. Okay. I hope this doesn't get back to her. I really wouldn't want to be cyberbullied by her. Anyways, um, so then they go to the, there's always a cocktail party. They always have a night portion, and the group date the group date Rose goes to a woman named Lauren, who is gorgeous, and she's an attorney. There's always attorneys, especially female attorneys, which as someone going to law school, I love. But she is just the epitome of having her shit together. Therefore, I know she will not be making it far. (laughs) Is that fucked up? No, I mean... (laughs) See, Matt's trying to save these girls. We just talked about it 10 minutes ago. That's Mm -hmm. probably why... She knew... That's why these girls... That's that's another thing, too. The girls from day one can kind of tell they can take advantage of his kindness. Mm, Or take advantage of, of him listening. Take advantage of him for being someone to listen to. And I mean, sometimes some of these girls might have been on the show just for exposure, but some of these girls might have actually fallen in love with it, too. Yeah. It's very hard. I think since social media has become more and more involved with this show, it's very hard to tell, like, who is here for the fame and who is here. Ah, Chelsea. We just talked about their date. She's so good. Um, But I think it's harder to tell who is here because they genuinely want to participate in, like, the love-finding aspect or who is here because they want something else. There's, like, an ulterior motive out of it. So, I don't know. Who's to say? Well, he's trying to find a wife. He's made that known. Yeah. I definitely think so. I think that that... It's a good age to be married at, though. To, like, want to have a wife and, like, have all that shit. I think so. I think, well, there's a trend, definitely. The door for me, but. <laughs> I definitely think, though, this is, like, stats, that there's a trend that people are getting married later and women are having children later just because yeah. you are much more career-focused at this point in your life and before maybe that wasn't the case, who's yeah. to say, but... This doesn't surprise me, and I think that's why a lot of people, a lot of viewers get, like, annoyed when they see, like, Serena P is 22, there's a girl, Brittany, who comes on later, who's 23. Kit's 21. Yeah, no, like, they just there's me Brittany. watching, and I'm like, I could never no. imagine getting married. Regardless of what I wanted to do with my life, like, me personally could never imagine getting married at this age. What was Victoria? Like, what was what were some of these girls' jobs? Oh, um, so I learned from Instagram stalking, Victoria, like, owns a company. Okay. What kind of company is she in? I think it's, like, a health company. What? I don't know. That's, like... It's definitely, like, an L.A. influencer vibe to me of, like... Like, Kit's in school. Kit, so, Kit is in school. Yeah, her mother... Do you know who her mother is? 
She said it in one episode. I forget who she said it was. Yeah. So her mother is a woman named Cynthia Rowley, and she is a very, very famous fashion designer. Yes, 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 like yes. Red carpet regular. Because I remember Brittany yeah. was like, this isn't fair that like just two rich people were dating. <laughs> it's, <Yeah. laughs> it's like, let's just put all the privilege into one room. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, like, have them date. Okay. Right? Um, but like, it's kind of, it's kind of varied. Like Piper, for example, is a graduate student. That's not uncommon. You have like the other Serena is a flight attendant. Like it's all fairly varied. You have your true, decent true, amount of true. models of they need various They a bartender up on that bitch. I mean, it was the same. So, <laughs> all right. So group date, we're over that. So then we have Sarah. So yes. Sarah, spoiler alert, eventually does excuse herself from the process. She's like, I, I'm going to head out because this is shitty. But she does get one of the first one-on-one dates, which is a plane ride and then a couch in the woods with some champagne, which is another favorite that's not a hot tub in the middle of the woods with champagne. Yeah. And at dinner, we once again reveal a bunch of deep truths about Sarah's family. So not necessarily about her, but her father has ALS. She explains the effects of ALS and all of those things. And that's actually a really big factor in her decision to excuse herself from the Exactly. If it's on your mind, Mm -hmm. that's something. She was real. She kept it like, I feel like that's like a thing too. Like you could let someone know about, because obviously if someone said something to her about her family while she was there, mm-hmm. that could have an impact on whether it's Matt or anyone else. Yeah. So it, it, that's a good situation to like, why didn't you tell me? Like if I found out like you felt a certain type of way about your family and like mm-hmm. I needed to know and you didn't tell me, I'd be like, why didn't you tell me from the mm-hmm. beginning? So at least I knew it could be, make sure you're, you're, upbeat every day like i can do yeah. the best i can you mm-hmm. know and matt does a decent in my view yeah, he does no, a decent he does. job of that he's like how can i reassure you that i want you to be here that i do have strong feelings for you basically kind of being like how can i make sure that you know that this is real that poor girl and eventually it doesn't work out which we know but that poor, poor i said girl. we end the night with victoria fucking up the whole thing for everybody aka Marilyn. And she truly reveals herself to be the top villain and the delusional human. So I'm like, okay, cool. So Sarah faints. Yeah. This is the second rose ceremony. She wears like a pink dress. She faints, and everybody gets kind of mad at her for that, which yeah. leads us. That's like a cliffhanger. So we go into episode three now. I was so like irate. I know. When people this is were when like, this when we they were like, she already has a rose. Why is she fainting? And we're like, what? Like. It's a long day for everybody. Some people just faint. Okay. Like, no. you're really going to get mad at somebody for fainting? Whoo. Mm. No, I remember that. I remember this is when we, this is when we first started talking. This, so this is when our bachelor relationship started. Yes. This is when we started talking about it. Because, mm-hmm. like, she told, I was like, she, I, I told her, I was like, she, the girls are right. She is taking up a lot of time. But then, like, I watched more, like, the next episode after that. I was like, damn, these girls are bitches. <laughs> And then I was like, nah, kind you're right. Of. And that's, yeah, kind of, it's just mm-hmm. an understatement. Yeah. That's just me being nice. So I call week three Matt's first heartbreak because that is when Sarah does ultimately say, I think she says something along the lines of like, I have prayed on this and I, and I'm not exactly quoting, but she says something along the lines of like, I have prayed on this and I do feel called to go home. Not just because of the energy in the house, which she does it do was- some things that like, require they don't necessarily like require a response but definitely not the response that she got in my view um but she's like considering my personal circumstances which at this point only her and then she eventually shares with katie she's like it's time for me it's time for me to go and matt doesn't force her to stay which he 
could have, and I don't think a lot of people would have found unreasonable, but he's like, I want you to know that I care about you. Yeah, nah. So. I think if she didn't have family stuff going on, she'd still be here. Like, she'd mm-hmm. still, like, I don't know. I, I, it was kind of, so for someone going through family stuff like she was going through, mm-hmm. for the girls to kind of like, I feel like if they watch this shit now and they're like, damn, I really treated this girl like this while she had this yeah. family shit going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a bitch. Like, I, like they, no, for real, like, she had family shit going on that, like, she was up in her room upset about. And then, like, you guys are piling on, like, more yeah. and more shit. It's just, like, damn. It's just, I don't know. I think it's a classic example of you to do not judge a book by its cover. No, or exactly. if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. And while those are, like, two cardinal rules you break for reality TV on the regular, I think there's this is, like, where there was reality brought into the TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, real quick, off topic. After what I just said, do you think some of these girls realize and they're like, they call each other up and like, listen, like, I'm sorry, like, and and they become friends after the show? Yeah, because filming raps and then you're watching it live. And it's also, you're kind again, like, I've always said, and a bunch of people have said this too, Bachelor editing should win Emmys after Emmys (laughs) after Emmys. Because they truly do have a hand in producing the content that they think people want to see. That's why Victoria was kept around until week five. That's why Katie was kept around so long as well, when it was clear that she was in the friend zone with Matt. Like, there are so many things that are indicative of, oh, this is editing. So a big question Damn, I have with Victoria... She was in the friend zone, too. <laughs> you know what, though? She'll come up. I got questions for you nah. about Katie. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll wait. We'll, okay. we'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Gotcha. So going back to Victoria, actually. Oh, this is, oh, this is my line. So the rose ceremony finally finishes. Victoria somehow looks like she's been punched in the face, and that's just super <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> like, nah. Ugh. I don't know if they have, like, an on-set makeup artist or something, but just... And I'm not trying... She is pretty. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. You can't be ugly and go on this show. No, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, I she agree. is pretty. You but can't just, be like, a bachelor and be ugly. You no, know what I mean? No, every, every, like, <laughs> like, look at this. He's got the five o'clock shadow. Mm-hmm. He's six eight. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? His like, abs? Oh, my Lord. No, they have, him, they have him in the woods working out with no shirt. I know. And I'm sitting on the couch drinking and eating hot wings <laughs> like, damn. I'm chunky. Me too. So, you know what? Shout out to you, because I can never be the bachelor and be working out with no shirt on. And people be like, damn. Have you heard of that? There's like a TikTok sound that's going around that's like, as soon as I get eyelashes and a nose job and liposuction and a Brazilian butt lift, it's over for you. <laughs> I'm like, that's how I feel. So, okay. So we talk about Victoria and how she just takes up a lot of space. At this point, so, like, try to get yourself back into, like, week three mindset. Do you think that it's an act at this point? Or do you think this is dead-ass just how this bitch is? Both. Okay. I think it's a mix of both. Mm -hmm. Like, I could tell she definitely is. Because who knows? Like, some girls that act like that. That have everything out the way she has it out. Mm-hmm. Get the attention from certain guys. Mm-hmm. Some guys might actually be attracted. They might just want some. So she might get used to getting that attention from certain people. Mm-hmm. So she feels like, why am I not this bitch that deserves to get this attention from the bachelor himself? Mm-hmm. But some of it is just a little... I, I hope someone can't be like that all the time. Because I don't know how they can expect to be a, to be a wife. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> I have to literally scratch my head on that. You're like, oh my god. Do you think that knowing what I've told you about, like, ABC and production, do you think that her edit has anything to do with this? Uh, 
for the record, this is a harder question. Like, people debate this all of the time. Like, does she really just act like this? No. Or I is the edit s- contributing to what we perceive as her behavior? Maybe they, maybe the edit does gas her up a little bit. Like, okay. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I feel like I feel like she... And you know what, though? Maybe, maybe that's what they try to perceive it as, too. Because Matt was like, I know you're a good girl, like... And I just like, know. You, I know what? you just. I know you just do this, and it's just like maybe they do just gas her up to like act like this, but like at the same time, like that girl should be in a movie. Then if she's really acting like this, if her acting's that good, like it has. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. You All got right. me. You you stumped me there, girl. Mm-hmm. Because it's the editing she, jumps me too. <laughs> I just I don't know how someone could just like. Like, if I was like, I don't like you, like, you're being rude to me, mm-hmm. you're offensive, like, <laughs> disgusting, get out of my face. I know. And the it's thing just that like, makes it, me think that she's, like, that she is real is, like, we see as she progresses along in this, like, journey of hers and Matt's and whatever, that she is incredibly delusional. So I do <laughs> I think that, like, you. the editing makes it worse, but it, it, it makes it worse for her. They're not trying to paint her out to be some, like, hero. No, she, I know. They, they are clinging on with some talents, like, oh, this is our bitch. Yeah. Hence why she keeps getting true, the true, last true. rose every single time. No, nah, you're right, you're right. It did take someone to snitch on her to get out of the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so let's move to the group date of week three, which is apparently Chris Harrison writes porn. He wrote, like, an erotic novel, which was read by the lovely Ashley yeah, Guy, yeah, yeah. who has a success story, at least so far, with the Bachelor franchise. She's married to Jared. Um, that's pretty much what the group date is, is, like, she reads a portion of Chris Harrison's. I would love to know if he wrote that or not. Probably not, but, like, let's pretend. Yeah, um, why not? Like, so then they have to, like, perform... Basically, like, a sex scene that they wrote. And it all involves Matt, duh. But did you actually consider this? Like, did you like this date? Victoria's was the best. (laughs) We didn't even hear any of it. Because it was just, she opened her mouth, and then she, beep, 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 And then he, beep. It was like listening to WAP on the radio, so. (laughs) That's some wet, wet, wet. censoring like i got the vibe clearly i don't know what victoria does i hope she has some good sex like jesus she has to there's no way i hope everybody is girls that crazy or they 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 have to be like there's no there's no other way like there's no other way i don't believe it but anywho (laughs) okay so what did you think was actually going on in Matt's head during, like, all of this? This is where it gets weird, because I don't know. Matt kisses with his eyes open, <laughs> and... I have such an ugly laugh. Oh, my God. People are going to read this back and be like, Noelle, just die. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he... What is, what, is, what is your body language from him as a male? Because I, oh, I know I... that would never be my body language as a male. He just seems, like, so... I guess, never mind. I guess if you're on TV being watched by everybody, you can't technically show your, I'm a dirty old man. So I couldn't show that I'm a dirty old man on TV nationally. I'd have to, you know, be like, I'd be just like him too. Like, 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. He like, says thank you for sharing. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> like, that's how I would be. Yeah. I'd be like, thank you. Oh, my God. That thank was you. so great. Yeah, like. Thank you so much. Like, <laughs> and I. Yeah. Like, I don't think we really know the real people. I think it's also very easier for, like, women to show them true selves versus, like, so, like, the bachelorette to show her true self versus yeah. the bachelor. Because he always feels the need to be, like, I don't know, like, an alpha male. Like, strong, composed, this and that. And, and whatever. as, like, a religious male. Oh, that's true. That is he, is he like, is he like no religion basketball team? Or is it, like... BYU, like, we can't do this podcast uh, together, mm, type. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like... He did lead the first episode with a prayer. It made Rachel cry. Like, Rachel, who we will talk about later. I'm just saying. But he he did do that. But I don't know. Rachel He's also like, this black church is just shit. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. <laughs> we'll get oh to her again. We'll we will. Her. Don't you worry. Um. Okay, so then... Sarah crashes the group date. So let's establish the fact pattern. She was not on the group date as a participant. She was there as, like, an onlooker. Because with the bubble, they can't have, like, extra people come on like they usually would. Mm-hmm. So my notes are, like, in all caps, Sarah crashes. Oh, no. And now in the house's eyes is public enemy number one. So Poor everybody girl. becomes very mean to her. That's Poor an understatement. Girl. So, do you remember, like, the conversation she had after she crashed the date with Katie? It started with Victoria, of fucking course, but then goes to Katie. Do you remember this is where that? This is where a lot of people started to get respect for Katie, if mm. I'm not mistaken. When okay. she went up to the room and was talking to her. Mm. So, this comes a little bit after. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so this is when, so Sarah then. interrupts Katie in her room. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, Katie yeah. Katie is fairly gracious, but she's like, mm, you weren't in the group. Like, yeah, no, okay. no, you're right. You're right. That did happen before. Yeah. So basically, Katie warns her and yeah. is like, be careful with what happens next because I know the vibe of the group. Yeah. We're all super... I, Katie had the right to be upset. She got her time No, exactly. No, that's why, that's why, and that's why she went up the next day after that happened. Yeah. Because then when Sarah basically retreats from the group, this yeah. is like a big part of what comes next. She essentially retreats from the group. Everyone's like, oh, well, she's trash anyways. And like insert insult after insult here. Like, I don't even remember what they said. That's insecurity, so the way they're acting. Yeah, I think so. I think it's like, oh, this is clearly a front runner. But God forbid someone who's never been in this situation before doesn't know how to process their feelings. Because usually I'd be like, oh my God, that girl's such a bitch, like whatever. But like, I, I don't know what was different about her, but I genuinely felt kind of bad for her. No, I did. Considering we knew what was going on. We knew what was going on at home, and it's just like... Which everybody else didn't. And I'm not saying that to their credit, but they, everybody else didn't They really didn't just know. like started like... If you... It's just... it's We felt bad for her as viewers because like... Yeah. Everyone at some point in their life at our age has had family shit going on. Mm-hmm. And then to be a, away from your family while shit's going on and just, mm-hmm. just have 20 other people just straight up like trash you and literally just belittle you, like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's it's hard to deal with. It is. So. And you're alone. Yeah. Like, there's no, that's what the people also don't realize too, is like when you really dig into like what the experience is like, 
gang mentality is super common because these are the only people who you have to talk to besides producers. No, that's And producers might very well use it against you. No, You don't have your phone. You don't get to talk to your family. There's no such thing as, like, a carrier pigeon or letters or something. Like, there's none. Like, there is none of that. There really isn't. So this is, like, your tribe now. Yeah. Which is why there are some seasons where the girls turn out to be really good friends. But then there are other seasons where it's like you have one friend of the group and that's it. And that's, I could like, at this point in my week three brain, I was like, collectively, I'm not with it. Because I can name more people that I don't like versus people that I do. And that's when I'm like, "Mm, we're going downhill. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm trying to remember who's left now, like what I'm watching tonight. Mm. It just sucks because like we said, like, I really did like Rachel. I really, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But. I also liked Rachel until I found out she was a raging racist. Like, <laughs> like damn. So, so. So at this point, we have one more one-on-one date, which is with Serena P. This yeah. is her first one. So I call her Serena Petite because she is tiny as hell. She's like super. She's she super has so short much. She has so young. much energy, though. She does. I think she like radiates sunshine. <laughs> like no, like she has so much energy. Yeah, I agree. So she is also one of the younger ones at twenty-two. But to yes. me, she gave off a totally fine, like a totally good vibe. There for the right reasons. To use that like cardinal phrase. <laughs> Was um, honest when she didn't like something, which is... Yeah, which we will get into. That was important, too. Um, so they go horseback riding and hang out with some donkeys. Like, the vibes were fine. We're at our third random hot tub, because Sarah got in the hot tub after her one-on-one date. And now we're at <laughs> random hot tub number three. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can't complain. True. So, I didn't see anything wrong with that date. Um, I have two counts going in my head besides the hot tub count. So the official Mean Girl count for me is up to five, which is obviously (laughs) Queen Victoria. Then we have Anna emerging, Serena C, which is the flight attendant. She has very fire outfits. Um, Kit and MJ start emerging as Mean Girls. Yeah. And then the official Angel count I have as Katie and Abigail, but that's pretty much it. Like, people who are truly good and try not to involve themselves or stick up for people. Exactly. So... This is the episode, like we said, where Sarah decides to go home. It's a mix of feelings about her dad, which, like, I'm not going to... I've never been through anything like that. I'm not not going to sit here and tell you, like, you shouldn't do that. So, like, if anything, I'm like, you should go do that. It's revealed, too, in the conversation. This is the part where you were saying earlier, where Katie actually goes up to Sarah and is like, that ganging up on, that, like, mob mentality, did not like that. Did not like to see it. So we don't know if Katie stood up for her or did anything, but... That's when Sarah reveals... Katie Katie stood up for her because she did go downstairs and tell the girls, like, she has this going on. Mm-hmm. And so remember, did, like, yeah. we're ladies. Like, we don't like, do this to each other. Yeah, let's and be classy. And then Victoria fucking claps. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Okay. So, Katie also reveals a little bit of past trauma as well, saying that she can actually very much relate to what Sarah is going through because Katie's dad passed away in, I yeah. believe, 2012. So I thought that was, like, a sweet, obviously not sweet in the fact of, like, fathers passing away. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. No. Just, like, got, like, the relationship of, like, being able to come together over something traumatic that is, 
either happened or happening to you currently. Yeah. I thought Katie showed that she she like solidified in my mind that she was a genuinely good person. Now, honestly, the more and more I got to watch Katie, I became like more attracted to Katie as like a person. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie, like I was like, okay, okay, I see her, like mm-hmm. I follow it a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I I respect it, like yeah, gain some points in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I also just think that she's like genuinely funny. Yeah, and same. that's like one of the most attractive things to me, especially in guys or just like people in general is yeah. humor. And I thought that she was like great. So. Overall, did you think that Sarah's actions justified the response from the women as a whole? Because we know how we feel about Katie. So Katie notwithstanding, do you think that what Sarah did, which was ultimately just interrupting the group date to process her feelings, like, do you think that the response from the group was justified? I mean, I feel like they didn't have to attack her. So, like... Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's, it goes both ways. It's just, like, you do only get so much time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if like I feel like she she had to because like she had to let him know like this is making me feel like I have to go home, mm-hmm. and she I guess didn't want to hide that, and it's just like I guess if she thought she was gonna stay, like because she did eventually end up leaving. She did. So if she kept saying I feel like I have to go, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I can do this, and you get reassured a little bit, of course you're not gonna leave the mm-hmm. first time. Yeah. But then it comes back again, and mm-hmm. you just let them know, and you know. Yeah. Especially with this. <laughs> just wait. For those of you listening on podcasts, we are like waving our hands, like, go away. <laughs> like, just with this. This bullshit. Yeah. All right. So, week four is when it gets really wild because we have the first batch of new girls come in. So. There is immediately, we cut to like a night group date, like a cocktail party. So I'm kind of wondering where the first half was. So that was what I was telling you and Britt earlier, is there are some rumors that originally Peter, who was a bachelor, and Kelly, who's his girlfriend at the time, originally like hosted this date or whatever, but then they broke up. So then they were like, we just got to edit this out super quick. Like this never happened. So whatever, we cut to a cocktail party. And this has been really interesting to me. So Chelsea, tall runway model yeah 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 she goes into her decision to shave her head and this is definitely a deeper topic considering society's views on black hair i'm not quite sure how to phrase this so connect no i know exactly what you mean like society's various attitudes about black hair especially about black women's hair she said that her hair was destroyed because of her runway career so eventually she just decided to shave it so i'm wondering like what are your thoughts on that whole interaction is there anything that you can connect to in this it's, way it's it's fucked up because this is why i can definitely kind of so there was an old ti cd back in the day and on the beginning of a song i think it was why you want to go and do that love huh say but uh mike epps at the beginning of the song it was just like you got the nerve to cut all your hair off bitch your hair look like a dirty tennis ball so it's just like, no, it's, it's just like when you said that and it's just like, that's the first thing that came to my mind. It's just crazy because hair, I feel like black, white, no matter what you are, it's just like definitely like value. So like, I guess it is different for men, but like for women in general, like to just shave, shave it all off. You know what I mean? It's just. I feel like it is hard because I feel like no matter what, you know, you know, eyes are always going to be all on you, no matter mm-hmm. what. 
So it's a key visual part to your appearance as exactly. well. Exactly. Like when if you decide to change it or if you're forced to change Imagine it. Imagine if we cut like, your hair like here. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny too, just because like so Jordan made a motion of like, let's say we cut your hair to your ears. So fun fact, when I was little, I hate having my hair brushed. And my hair used to be at my ears because my mom was like, This is the only way we can handle it. I was like seven, like this tall with wow. hair up to my ears. But like I think that was a really deep from my point of view, watching the episode, I thought that was, like, between Chelsea and Matt, a really deep connection point of just, like, we have some shared experiences as black people existing in the United States today. Yeah. And that he, I, from what I could tell, he clearly resonated with her. This was a deeper conversation, like, really yeah. getting into, like, what is it like to live this life? So. And, I mean, even still, like, that's that that's another good date, too, because, like, more things were revealed yeah. and it's mm-hmm. just like i guess the connection was made and obviously i don't know if this spoils it for anybody but she does eventually leave mm-hmm. but i after that date it's it's funny too because like watching these dates one-on-one like you start to grow relationships and like developments for like certain people yeah like, what's this was on a group date i think too which is not usually a time where like deep things yeah. kind of come out so, but she was, like, showing him, this came up because she was showing him, like, pictures from her past, which is, like, those were probably so near and dear to her. Yeah. But I, like, couldn't even recognize her because her hair looked really different. No, it is wild. Mm-hmm. How many more questions you got? I got a bunch. We're only on the back of the first page. Damn, we might have to do a part two. We've already done an hour. Ooh, oh, my God. Okay. What 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 episode are we on? We're on Three? week four. Week four right mm-hmm. now? So we are bringing in the new girls next. We might have to yeah, save the news girls for another time. Really? Okay. I'll do a part two. All right. Because I'm thinking, I'm sitting here looking like it's already been an hour. <laughs> and, I, and for my and viewers, out, for my for my viewers out there, just <laughs> podcast viewers in general, I know I'm not a doctor, but I know people's attention span too. Yeah, I feel like the king of long podcasts at this point is only Joe Rogan. And not much else. Generally, I'm like, ooh, this is two hours. I don't know if I got the time for this. <laughs> we made progress, though. We did. So we're at week four. We're in the week four? Yeah, so where are we? This is week three, week four. So this is the first... After this happens, we have the first clash between Katie and another person, where Katie is clearly in the right, and Victoria is the other person. She's clearly in the wrong. So basically, Katie called Victoria out for saying that Sarah was trash. She was like, well, the trash just took herself out. And Katie's like, can you just, like, not? Yeah. Like, just don't No, no, that I remember way. that. And this is when we see Victoria kind of fall back into that delusion of, like, I'm just going to do whatever I want and not be accountable <laughs> for any of the shit that I say, which is horrendous. So yeah. Katie basically is just like, you're dumb. I'm not apologizing to you. There is nothing I have to apologize to you for. And then you can just see, like, the steam come out of Victoria's ears. Like, what do you mean I'm not right? And then the new girls come in. So that's where we're going to start. We're going to. So the thing is, do we do a part two another time in the next week, or do we? How how far should we stretch it out? I'll do another. I'll, we'll have to figure out a time to do a part two, whether it's next yeah. week or whether it's like Sunday or something. Mm-hmm. But we'll definitely. I feel do, like we're on a really good cliffhanger right now. I know because I this mean, it might be like a part two. I know, well, look what's on TV. It's even better. <laughs> <laughs> I think 
too, if we make this like a little baby, like a little mini series yeah. of being like, oh, because then eventually if we carry this out, we can carry our way through Matt's entire season. Yeah. Because right now my notes lead us up to hometowns and then a preview for the women tell all. The women tell all could be a told long podcast. Episode, so just saying. So this is what we'll do. Right now we just did one through four. Mm-hmm. Well, so. we have way more to get into with four. So we, we're we like do have way more. through. We're yeah. at like. We're at a good. But we're at a, we're at a good at, point like, where if there's come, there's new girls coming like, in. Phase one is very much over. So me me and my PIC over here, we'll figure out a time to uh, <laughs> to do the next part, and it will be soon because I feel like this part just has to be continued on. Oh my god! I've never done a part two or something. So this is fun. I like this. No, I'm definitely down for this. So is there anything else that you feel like we've missed for the first couple parts that we just talked about? I think if I had one question for you, it would be so far, like not knowing, like not knowing what's on your screen, not knowing what happens next. We're at week four, mm-hmm. right? We don't know the new girls are coming yet. Yeah. I know this is like qualifying and hard. Do you think Matt is doing a good job so far? Do you think he's holding the appropriate space for women to tell their feelings? Do you he's think- doing it way more than I would. Okay. I will say that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's dealing with a lot of things. I mean, the same time, if I'm on TV, I don't have to, like, work. I'm chilling. I just get to live my life and have a good time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing the right thing. He's still being, I feel like, I hope it's not a portrayal, but, like, I feel like he's doing a good job of selling his true self as, like, mm-hmm. just a good, caring human being in general. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's been, you know, mm-hmm. he hasn't been caught up by the lights. Mm, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, like yeah. he, even on camera, he's not scared to act awkward. I don't know how much of it is whatever, but at the yeah. same time, like we have to remember too, like he is definitely in. I'm maybe in like a. He's in an advantageous position because he has not done this before. Exactly. He's only lived this vicariously through Tyler Cameron, yeah. who is a very. They are similar in many ways. Like they became friends because they played football together at Wake Forest. Like they have their own friendship, right? But Tyler is a very different person than Matt, and that's great, yeah. right? But he had his experience, and now it's time for Matt to have his own, too. Serena P. Matt just out there <laughs> swinging the fucking axe in the middle of the woods with no shirt on, having the girls oh, fight. Oh, so Serena P, she got a hit. Oh my god, I forgot all about it. See, she got more attractive as the episodes went on too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what it was He's because pointing like, to Katie for those of you who are sorry, yeah, this on a pod- or listening to this on a podcast. Yeah, I think Katie's glow up. I think we can talk about people in general. Like, oh, actually, I have another question for you. If you had to pick anyone so far to be the Bachelorette, assuming that they're not going to pick a new person, if you had to pick someone from this season to be the Bachelorette, who would you pick? So if I could pick one of these women that I would compete for, Mm -hmm. it's tough. See, there's I'm a Gemini, so I have many sides. Oh, my God. My Sagittarius brain is, like, screaming. (laughs) I do love how real Katie is, Mm -hmm. but I can't lie. Piper's really attractive. And I guess I can't go off attraction. Even though you could, it ain't these two girls. And this is what are their names again? Oh, we're at the two on one. Okay, so we are at what episode is this? I want to say week six, which we'll get to. We'll get to next podcast. Yes. So the um. Oh, we should have started this with like spoilers somehow. Can we like re-record and be like spoilers? 
not like the whole thing, but just like, oh, hey guys, man. like we oh, curse. You know how like professional podcasts are like, hey guys, just so you know, like we yeah. curse a little bit and there's some spoilers here. Like, okay. But we're on week six and there is a two-on-one happening. It's MJ and Jasenia. I don't know if MJ is wearing a real Belmont blazer dress. I hope she is because that shit is expensive as hell and she looks fire. But that's just me. Anyways, anyways, but yeah. So anyone, all right, I'll ask you like super broadly, not knowing or not remember, like whatever, like regardless of what happens, anyone from this season who you would pick as a bachelorette, like who would you, like, you know how so many people came out for Matt being yeah. like, oh my God, I want to date him. Like, who would that be for you besides Katie and besides Pepper? I could see Victoria being like a I love New York, like VH1 type shit. <laughs> Not for me, but I'm just saying, like, I could see her could being you? like... Hold up, wait a minute. So, you know how there's a certain subset of guys who just, like, love the crazy? Yeah. Imagine if they gave her, like, a crazy platform. Exactly. Being like, oh my god. Like, let's Not date Victoria. Like, let's date Taylor Tequila or whatever her name was. Like, it's sad, oh too, God. because you don't want to say Rachel, too, but... Well, I think that Rachel... don't Like, correct me if I'm wrong, right? But, like, one of the things I eventually would like to do if we do it in a part two or a part three is for me to read Rachel's apology to you and to right, we'll, have we'll you react to we'll it. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. Because I'm not, like, the offended technically the offended party by this i mean i am well because i'm not racist but like <laughs> we'll we'll wrap it up because we're at an hour and 15 yeah okay and so we got plans that's what i'm hearing. we got plans we'll do another one plans. together so expect to see this pretty face next week this is my girl we did it Woo-hoo! part one part down. one all right anything else you want to say on the way out mm, if you feel like following me on instagram it's at noel underscore cecilia figure yeah. out how to spell those words <laughs> She's worth it. And you know where to follow me on Instagram, the Jordan Rules Podcast on IG. I have a Twitter. I never really use it. Sometimes I do. It's George Mm. Ball So Hard. And then um, if you want to see me freak out about uh, people at first watch telling me their eggs aren't scrambled, you can find me on Snapchat (laughs) at uh, George1989. But that's it. I'm out.